0: You're listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson. Today's sermon is True Word of Yah, the true role of Massima, Satan, the Prince of Enmity, a study of Job. As always, in the description box of this podcast, you will find a link to the Lion's Tears Ministry where you can read this information and study this to help build your relationship with our one true Creator. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is Ephesians six twelve, and it should be a familiar verse to you if you have read or listened to any sermons that Abba Yah has had me do before. This verse puts the world into context for me and keeps me in my faith and walk with Abba, our Creator. But do we know what principalities and powers and rulers that rule the world as it is now do? Or do we know who they are? And do we know how much power they actually have? And again, I hear many of you say, why would Abba Yah create darkness or give power to negativity if he is an Abba of love? But those are questions we're going to continue to answer and the sermon is going to help provide some more information into that. Because Abu Yad has not really given me 100% solid information as to why he would create negative and just create beauty. I can't answer that. But we're going to continue to build our knowledge. So this sermon is going to tell you the real name of our adversary, which is Maxima, not Satan, as defined in our Bibles, Enoch, Jubilees, and introduce the origins of medicine. Knowing this information will strengthen your prayer life and help keep the fiery darts meant to cause distraction and destruction away from you in our walk with Abba Yah, our one true creator. You will learn more as to why having your full armor of God on is so important. So, just to recap, there are sermons on being a good soldier, what the full armor of God means. There's a breakdown of Ephesians 6:12 so that you know that the principalities are these fallen angels, but not really fallen angels either, because they are assigned angels for a position, and that's what maxima is. Is people want you to think theologians want you to think mainstream everything wants you to think that Satan is a fallen angel? No, brothers and sisters, Satan is not, Satan is an adversary angel, and that is why he's worshiped today because some people like to do evil instead of good, and some people like to have licentious freedom doing whatever they want, no matter the cost. Causing harm to those who are trying to, you know, perfect their mental stability and work on being righteous, which is good morals, values, and ethics every day. So you have those contrasts, the light versus the dark. And that's the bottom line. Where do you fall? Do you fall under the spirit of life, which is the true word of God? Or do you fall under the law of condemnation, which is the law of sin and death. Those are questions you always need to have forefront in your mind. Another question that I hear is, if the fallen angels are bound right now, then why is Satan and others on earth and with power? So to answer this question, we need to look at Job chapter 1 verses 6 through 22. Job chapter 1, 6 through 22, King James Version states, And there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came along among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence thou come? And Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job? that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that fears God, and eschews evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for not? Has thou not made a hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he has on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thy hand now and touch all that he has and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto him, Satan, behold, all that he has is in thy power only upon himself. Put forth not thy hand, for Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house, and there came a messenger to Job, and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them, and the Sibians fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there also came another and said, The fire of God has fallen from heaven, and has burned up the sheep and the servants, and consumed them, and I am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away. Yea, the slain are yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there also came another and said, Thy son and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house and it fell upon the young men and they are dead. And I am only escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshiped and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave and the Lord has taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. in all this Job sinned not nor charged god foolishly brothers and sisters job lost everything because sometimes losing everything that you were once praising abba yah for is the only way to see if your faith is enough to get you through and to keep your bond with abba yah he sees he checks he tempts us to see if we love him more than our possessions He checks, he sees, he tempts us to see if we stand with him, even if we don't understand his will in our lives. At the moment, chaos and destruction is occurring. Yes, the Lord God Almighty, our creator, tempts us. These temptations, fiery darts, being tried by fire, this is all done to measure our spiritual growth and to provide a testimony that will show just how bright you shine for Abba Yah. People can see your light. The reason people can see your light is explained in Enoch chapter 108, which I will read to you. Another book which Enoch wrote for his son Methuselah and for those who will come after him and keep the law in the last days. Ye have done good shall wait for those days till an end is made of those who work evil and an end of the might of the transgressors and wait ye till indeed till sin has passed away. For their names shall be blotted out of the book of life and out of the holy books, and their seed shall be destroyed forever and ever, and their spirits shall be slain, and they shall cry and make lamentation in a place that is a chaotic wilderness, and in the fire shall they burn, for there is no earth there. And I saw there something like an invisible cloud, for by reason of its depth I could not look over, and I saw a flame of fire burning brightly, and things like like shining mountains, circling and sweeping to and fro. And I asked one of the holy angels who was with me, and said unto him, What is the shiny thing? For it is not a heaven, but only the flame of a blazing fire, and the voice of weeping and crying and lamentations and strong pain. And he said unto me, This place which thou seest here are cast the spirits of sinners and blasphemers, and those who work wickedness, and of those who Pervert everything that the Lord has spoken through the mouth of the prophets, even the things that shall be. For some of them were written and inscribed above in the heaven, in order that the angels may read them and know that which shall befall the sinners. And the spirits of the humble and of those who have afflicted their bodies have been recompensed by God and of those who have been put to shame by wicked men who loved God and loved neither gold nor silver nor any of the good things which are in the world but gave over their bodies to torture who since they came into being longed not after earthly food but regarded everything as a passing breath and lived accordingly and the Lord tried them much and their spirits were found pure so that they should bless his name and all the blessings Destined for them, I have recounted in the books and he has assigned them their recompense because they have been found to be such as loved heaven more than their life in the world and though they were trodden underfoot of wicked men and experienced abuse and reveling from them and were put to shame yet they blessed me and now I will summon the spirit of the good who belong to the generation of light and I will transform those who were born in darkness who in the flesh were not recompensed and with such honor as their faithfulness deserved. And I will bring forth in shining light those who have loved my holy name, and I will set each on their throne of his honor, and they shall be resplendent for times without number, for righteousness is the judgment of God. For to the faithful he will give faithfulness in the habitation of upright paths." And they shall see those who were born in darkness led into darkness, while the righteous shall be resplendent, and the sinners shall cry aloud and see them resplendent. And they indeed will go their days and seasons as prescribed for them. So, Abba Yah told me to bring out verse 9. Which states once again, who since they came into being longed, not after earthly food, but regarded everything as a passing breath and lived accordingly. And the Lord tried them much and their spirits were found pure so that they should bless his name. We are tried so that we can be made pure. Verse 13 and 15 tells us that we will become resplendent while the righteous Shall be resplendent. Do you know what resplendent means? I didn't until this sermon. Resplendent means shining brilliantly. Characterized by a glowing splendor. Brothers and sisters, when the Lord God Almighty Abba YAH lives within you, you shine. He cannot be stuffed out under a bush. Your light shines when God dwells within you. When you have morals, values, ethics, and character that is pleasing to God, your light shines. What we have read so far confirms that, one, we have an adversary or adversaries who are created to tempt us so that we become righteous, earning our original bodies, which is what Enoch 108 just told us. We become shiny spirits again. Our spirit is within us and it shines whenever we are doing the will of God. This also explains what being a light to the Gentiles actually means. We shine our light with our testimonies and giving God all his glory all day long. People are going to notice that. That's God, brothers and sisters, working through us. Has anyone ever told you that you glow when you're happy or when you're praising life, even when you should be crying and falling down in desperation? Because Abba YAH He's good all the time. We just have to remember that in our minds. And we have to display that to other people. When we get out of the ruts of falling down and woe is me and not knowing what to do. And we actually surrender and have a good prayer life and build our relationship with God. There's nothing that can come at us that will take our glow, our splendor, our resplendentness away. So now that we know that there's adversaries, because Enoch 108 even told us that, we need to look at what the word Satan means in Job. The word Satan means, and is Hebrew word, H7854, adversary, one who withstands adversary in general, personal, or national adversaries. So again, we see that there are national adversaries at work throughout the world who hinder the people because that is the demonic energy demons attached to them doing this. That is written maybe in the tablets as we read in Enoch 108 where the angels see You know, what they're supposed to prescribe to everybody as we just read. You know, we have to think about that. Put that into a perspective. What's written in heaven that's causing us chaos? What can we do to overcome these generational curses? Because we can overcome. And how do we let go of unclean spirits? Because we can let go of unclean spirits. These are all sermons already online available for you. So, knowing that Satan means our adversary, our opponent, should give you better insight as to why the world is the way it is now, and who rules the world, that's also another sermon, and what we, right now in our earthly bodies, can do about it. So, Again, as you can see, the definition of Satan is adversary, superhuman adversary. And the definition by Merriam-Webster of adversary is one that contends with, opposes, or resists an enemy or opponent. Abba Yahu told me to define what contend means. As an intransitive verb, it means to strive, or V in contest, or rivalry, or against difficulties, meaning to struggle to strive and debate or or argue. Do you ever argue with God? Does God tell you one thing and you say, oh, no, I'm not feeling your will right now. I'm going to do my own. Or do you not even talk to God and argue with yourself because you still have duality of the mind? You have to learn what it is that you can control so that you can earn your resplendentness and start shining like you're meant to. Because you are all, brothers and sisters, mankind, are called to be the light of this world, and until the fullness of the Gentiles earns their resplendentness, we are going to be in tribulation. Until the Lord God says, I've had enough, and seal six and seven are open, we're going to be In the time of travail, earth is having pains, but brothers and sisters, when we move as the body of God, and we work as one individual unit, we can help calm the birth pains, and we can help prepare for what's to come, and help lift each other up in these difficult times. The adversary doesn't have to win, and the purpose of the adversary is to make you double-minded. Remember that this is a conflict within yourself. We must first change our hearts and minds, and that always begins with understanding the Lord God Almighty's word. Now that we know the purpose of the adversary, we need to learn the real name of the angel assigned to this task. Jubilees, chapter 11, 1 through 5. And in the 35th Jubilee... In the third week, in the first year thereof, Ru took himself a wife, and her name was Ora, the daughter of Yor, the son of Cadiz, and she bare him a son, and he called his name Sarol in the seventh year of this week, in this Jubilee. And the sons of Noah began to war on each other, to take captive and to slay each other, and to shed the blood of men on the earth, and to eat blood, and to build strong cities and walls, and towers and individuals began to exalt themselves above the nation, and to to found the beginnings of kingdoms, and to go to war against people, and nation against nation, and city against city, and all began to do evil, and to acquire arms, and to teach their sons war. And they began to capture cities and to sell male and female slaves. And Yor, the son of Kadish, built the city of Ara of the Chaldees and called its name after his own name and the name of his father. And they made for themselves molten images, and they worshipped each the idol, the molten image which they had made for themselves. And they began to make graven images and unclean simul- simulare, and malignant spirits assisted and seduced them into committing transgression and uncleanness. And the prince Matsuma exerted himself to do all this, and he sent forth other spirits, those which were put under his hand, to do all manner of wrong and sin, and all manner of transgression, to corrupt and destroy, to shed blood upon the earth. For this reason he called his name shurg for everyone turned to do all manner of sin and transgression so who is matsuma encyclopedia.com defines matsuma as the name of the devil in the book of jubilees he is there identical with satan on one occasion the author speaks also in jubilee chapter 120 about spirits of bel our bail like other works originating in the broader movement within such the dead sea sect came into existence the book of jubilees is characterized by a dualistic trend and in the devil maxima plays a great role being the opponent of the forces of righteousness he is the chief of evil spirits after the flood a tenth part of his spirits received permission from god to execute the power of his will On the sons of men and the other nine parts were imprisoned in the place of condemnation. Not God, but Massima caused Abraham's testing by proposing that God should require Abraham to sacrifice Isaac in order to test his love and obedience. He and not God sought to slay Moses on his return to Egypt at the lodging place, Exodus chapter 4, verse 24, and he also helped the Egyptian sorcerers against Moses and Massima slew all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. The sermon is important to understand life and how we can either be like Job and Abraham and keep our faith during our trials or we can give into temptation. Abba wants us to define what the word temptation really means and we will do so in the Hebrew. Psalm 95 verse 8 says, Harden not your heart as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Temptation means temptation, trial, despair, test, despair, testing, proving, or trial. Hebrew word H 4531 and is pronounced Massah. And it means a testing of men, judical, or of God, querulous, temptation or trial. So we can be Punished. Judical. That's what judical means. Our sentence carried out on this earth. I know I was in hell for 10 years after my daughters were molested and sodomized. I know that was hell for me. But through hell, I was able to change. I know God wasn't mad at me because I didn't do a whole lot. I just know that it was a judgment. It was refinement. It was whatever he needed it to be for himself to get me to the point where I fell on the ground like Job and I prayed to him and I asked him when this would end. And he showed me Ephesians 6.12 and the book of Revelation. And I am grateful for this day. But my next question to you is The Hebrew word for temptation is Massa, M A S S A W, or spelled M A C C A H in the Hebrew, and Massa, Massa, to me, those are too close for coincidence. The Book of Enoch again, tells us who is bound in the abyss, which is the sky and the constellations, as we have discussed in our NASA series. So due to this information, we know that this angel, Maxima, is not bound, nor is he mentioned to be a chief, but that does not mean he is not the chief over the negative evil spirits. It's just he's not named in the book of Enoch. Because as we read in the next Passages from Enoch, all associates are bound in space. And because of this, Maxima's position as adversary angel sent to test our faith and direction in our life stands valid. He is an active active angel in this earth. It's not that Abba Yah has given him complete power and free will. We read in Enoch that there's things written in heaven that we don't know that the angels have to allow for us to happen. They have ordained positions. Those angels were created to protect us. Some angels were created to tempt us. And that's what Massima is created for. So therefore, he is not bound. Therefore, he is not our traditional Satan or devil. Enoch 10, 1 through 16 states, And the Lord said to Michael, Go bind Samyaza. Maxima and Samyaza are different, um, just so you know. So the Lord said unto Michael, Go bind Samyaza and his associates who have united themselves with women, as who have defiled themselves with them in all their uncleanness. And when their sons have slain one another, and they have seen the destruction of their beloved ones, bind them fast for 70 generations in the valleys of the earth till the day of their judgment and of their consummation, till the judgment that is forever and ever is consummated. In those days they shall be led off to the abyss of fire and to the torment and the prison in which they shall be confined forever. And whosoever shall be condemned and destroyed will from thenceforth be bound together with them to the end of all generations and destroy all the spirits of of the reprobate and the children of the watchers, because they have wronged mankind. Destroy all wrong from the face of the earth, and let every evil work come to an end, and let the plant of righteousness and truth appear, and it shall prove a blessing. The works of righteousness and truth shall be planted in truth and joy forevermore. So, therefore, as you see, Semyaza is bound, and his associates who have united themselves with him were bound. There was only, only 200 fallen angels. Each angel, there was 10 chiefs that fell. So each angel had like 20 associates with them. So Enoch isn't talking about Maxima. Let's look at Enoch 18, 14 through 16. Which states, the angel said, this place is the end of heaven and earth. This has become a prison for the stars and the hosts of heaven. And the stars which roll over the fire, they are which have transgressed the commandment of the Lord in the beginning of their rising. Because they did not come forth at their appointed times. So therefore, this verse cannot be about Maxima either. Because his appointed time, we found in Job, when the Lord God said, Don't touch Job, but you can touch his earthly possessions, and he will still worship me. Let's look at Enoch 19. And Ural said unto me, He shall hear... ...shall stand the angels who have connected themselves with women and their spirits, assuming many different forms, are defiling mankind and shall lead them astray into sacrificing to demons as gods. Here shall they stand till the day of the great judgment in which they shall be judged till they are made an end of. And the women also of the angels who went astray shall become sirens and I Enoch alone saw the vision the ends of all things and no man shall see as I have seen here in chapter 19 we learn that there are angels still who are free as we read in the encyclopedia to roam this earth to take on different forms and lead people astray But, you have to remember, the chief principalities got punished. So therefore, Maxima, the blanket Satan, and we're not even going to talk about that word anymore. But Maxima is not under condemnation. That is why he is free right now to roam the earth and do the will of God. He has a purpose, and it's important to understand that purpose. And we're going to look at Israel's first physician and apothecary, Noah, and the origins of medicine in the book of Jubilees for that answer. This is a PDF file of another person's research. I like to highlight other people's information so that we can get their work out and people can really read enlighten more, and understand that people are seeking knowledge. So Israel's first physician and apothecary states, Immediately following Noah's prayer, God instructed his angels to tie up each of the evil spirits. However, in an unexpected twist, the account reports that Matsuma, the leader of the spirits, Jubilees 10.8, requested that some of the demons be left to roam the earth and do his bidding. Maxima stated that these spirits were meant for the purpose of destroying and misleading, and without them he would be unable to punish mankind, whose evil is great. Jubilees 10.8 God agreed to this, telling his angels to leave a tenth of the spirits to work under Maxima. To soften the blow of this odd concession to Maxima's request, which Vanderkamp calls one of the most bizarre occurrences in Second Temple literature, God instructed the angels to teach Noah their medicines, Jubilee 10.10, to counter their diseases with their deceptions, Jubilee 10.12. In the report of Noah's sons, none of the accusations against the demons unambiguously mentions a physical ailment. This is only with these references to medicines and diseases that it becomes clear that the evil spirits were causing illnesses. Thus Noah was given the knowledge to cure his sons and grandsons by means of the earth's plants, Jubilees 10, 12, and recorded all the kinds of medicines he was taught in a book. Yes, Brothers and sisters, now that you know the role of Maxima, you can now understand why there is evil on this earth still because there it doesn't mention a physical ailment. I've been instructed by God to tell you it is a mental and it is a spiritual and it is a heart disease. Brothers and sisters, when your hearts and minds are negatives, your actions, your thoughts, your behavior is going to be negative. And that is the role of Massima. Massima was created to tempt us, to destroy us. So maybe this is the real survival of the fittest. Because when your heart and mind is fit, when you have morals, values, and ethics that are pleasing God, you have abundance. You have health. You have wealth. You have prosperity. You have every promise that God says he is going to give you when you follow his word. But whenever you fall under Maxima and his temptations and his demonic spirits... If you read the book of Jubilees, you need to start at um 10. Because as it talked about in um, the first position in Apothecary, you need to start at chapter 10 and read what happens. After the Lord God tells Michael to bind up these evil spirits, even in Enoch, it tells you, That some of these spirits who were born on the earth and not in heaven by angels and females still roam the world the way it is right now. That's why fire and brimstone has to come to wipe out the evil negative spirits because only fire kills demons. We're trying to rid the earth of negativity. That's what's going to happen. That's why you read in Enoch that there's angels over fires. That's what you're seeing in the sky. Fires, stars, those are angels bound in the abyss. The abyss is space. So again, Matsuma was created to tempt us and to destroy us. And this answers why Yahushua, our Messiah, was tempted by Matsuma too. Because you have to remember, yes, his spirit was created whenever Genesis says, let us make man the Lord God and Jesus Yahusha is the one making man. Not those angels, those angels were not created first. And you can read about Yahusha's being created in the book of Enoch and in the spark of life. Because that's what God showed me. When Genesis said, let us make man in our image, it is not talking about the angels. It is talking about God and our Messiah, Jesus, Yahusha Hamashiach. Those are the images we were created in, which is why it is instilled in us to seek righteousness why Yahushua had to be our final sacrifice so that he could come and dwell within us he was the gate to heaven prior to his coming to earth heaven was closed we talked about that in the gospel of Nicodemus too. so again brothers and sisters this answers why Satan or Maxima is the real name and demonology People in the occult, they know the name of the adversary. Why do you think he's worshipped? Why do you think they praise this angel? This angel isn't bound. This angel has free roam on the earth. This angel tempted Yahushua. This angel tempted Abraham. This angel tempted Job. And that is because this angel was designed and created to be the adversary but once again it's all about perspective we all choose to entertain the higher demonic energy spirits or we can choose to follow aboyah's word into the light darkness and light cannot coexist And because people do not understand generational curses or how demons attach themselves to people or objects, that's a hindrance, folks. That is a real stumbling block in your path. So I urge you, if you have not listened or read the sermons on how demons attach themselves or generational curses, please, please do so and pay attention. Because people are harming other people for no reason. People are getting shot again here in St. Louis for no reason. And if we cannot overcome our obstacles peacefully and in prayer, then the rest of the seals need to hurry up and open. Because people and their demons, they're showing. And it's going to get worse because right now we are in tribulation. We are in birth pains. The seal 7 and 6 have not opened yet. So we... Need to stay prayed up. Armor on. All the time. Because time is almost up. And Abba Yah's return. Is imminent. He will be back. Question is are we prepared? Question is do we now know enough. About our adversary. And how to use our armor. And how to be prepared. When those darts of temptation. And what is. Meant to cause us harm and destruction are we able to overcome that by changing our perspective and knowing the cause because again the cause is there's an adversary angel created to tempt us that's the cause the effect is do we follow Yah's word and hold on and rest and let him carry us through the trials and temptations or do we jump the gun Because we're double minded and we want to entertain demonic energies, not knowing it's demonic energies. These are questions, folks, that we all need to ask ourselves. But again, for more information, that Israel's First Physician PDF is so amazing. Continue to read it. I am in search of the book of Asaph the Physician. Because Noah passed this information to Asaph. And there is fragments of the book of Asaph, the physician. But I need to find better documentations for the ministry before I post on it. But um, I highly urge you to continue to read about the origins of medicine. Because a lot of the things... Like sage, I honestly believe in smudging. I believe sage and a prayer to Abba Yah of protection provides energy cleansing. Don't forget Native Americans that were here who are also Israel does that. So it's not a pagan thing. I need you all to forget what your indoctrination is and learn the truth. Because there are tools out there and that is um, going to be things that we will cover probably in the next season because I want to hurry up and get done with the Greek God series. And I had to do this sermon first so that you understand that there is an angel adversary and it's not, you know, designed to do anything but... Be an adversary to cause destruction and mislead, and there is a chief prince that is the principality working over time. In Ephesians six twelve, that tells us again we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. While that chief ruler is Maxima, and knowing our enemy is vital. So as always, it's never goodbye, but I'll see you later.